Hey, hey, everybody, it's your boy, Darrell Owens, and we are here for episode 108 of 101 here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And that means it's week four of the NFL season. We got Packers versus Lions tonight, Thursday night football. We'll get into that a little bit later. We'll give you a prediction on where I think that's going to go. You probably already know, but we got that going down tonight. Also got a shift in the power rankings at the top spot. We'll get into that today. Also, uh, some teams in the bottom making some moves, some teams in the inside out going back down and moving all around. We got a lot to get into. It's one-on-one, the NFL Power Rankings, week four, here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network and, of course, Aaron on Bowie Television. Let's get this bad boy started. One, 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 one. One, one, one. Welcome to the one on one. One on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one. Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for another edition of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Very excited as we get into week four of the power rankings. We got a new team at the top, and it's probably well-deserved. I'll have some people that give me some grief over that. Uh, the outside looking in, it switched up a little bit. The bottom has some a new team at the bottom uh, and, and well-deserved team at the bottom. <laughs> no hate, promise. Uh, but it's going to be a fun week. And there, a lot of the teams that we had in the top 10 last week found themselves in the uh, <laughs> in the outside looking in this week. Uh, some of it was a little rough uh, for those teams. But. We're going to get it all into all at the day. We got Packers and Lions tonight from Lambeau Field. Uh, and if you want to just uh, get a little bit more in-depth with that, you can check out Green and Gold over everything with yours truly. Uh, and you can get a little bit more in-depth with that. And then my man Randall Burns was on as long as well as Victor Herrera from the Legacy Maker Sports Network, where we previewed uh, tonight's game. But with uh, that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead and smack them real quick with the bottom all right so the bottom teams heading into week four this is where they stand at number 32 ladies and gentlemen i think this is an easy one uh the chicago bears <laughs> 31 can make a case for it but the chicago bears come in at uh the bottom spot it has been a really rough go for the chicago bears a lot of expectations for justin fields and that team and it just hasn't went that way. Uh, there were a lot of people thought they would go into that first week and beat the Packers. Uh, there were a lot of people were high on that expectation. They seemed like they could have been the overall better team. They had the more experienced quarterback. That didn't work out. Uh, then the Bears took on a Bucks team. Uh, that game was a little bit closer, but uh, still a 27-17 to 17 win for uh, the not the Bears, I was about to say for the Bears. The Bears wish they had a win, but the uh, 27 to 17 win for the Buccaneers. And then last week uh, was rough. Last week was real rough. Uh, we saw the Chiefs break open 
a, a very ugly lead over the Chicago Bears. Uh, and then Chicago scored their last uh, scored their 10 points all in the fourth quarter. But it was a really rough go for Chicago. Uh, you know, for a while, I, I was going to give them the edge of being the second worst team, maybe the third worst team in the league. Uh, but they are clearly the worst team and they're dysfunctional. We had to get that FBI rating supposedly was rating the, the facility. We don't know how true that was. I've heard multiple different stories on that. Just a whole bunch going on with the Chicago Bears. Uh, Fields came out and said some things about some coaching. It's just not looking good in Chicago. They're at 32 at 31. Another team that I like I had a chance to see the week before last in Denver. Of uh, the Denver Broncos. Now, I was at that game when they took on the Commanders, and they lost thirty-five to thirty-three. So I was like, okay, they they battled, you know, and you know it'll get better. Well, it didn't get better. They got demolished by the Miami Dolphins, who just are just dangerous. The Miami Dolphins put up seventy points against the Denver Broncos. Seventy. I mean, at one point, I think the score was like fifty-three to fourteen. It was bad. Uh, the Dolphins scored at least two touchdowns in, in each quarter. Uh, so that tells you how things were going. <laughs> and, and the Dolphins just look clean. The Broncos, I'm going to say this, and I, I could be wrong, but I'm starting to think the Broncos are tanking for Caleb or wh- whoever the quarterback of the future is. I, I think Russell, I think we've seen this. This will be the last year Russell's there, unless some miraculous turnaround comes that way i think this will be the last year russell's there that that's just the vibe that's coming out Peyton doesn't seem like he won him there uh and, 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 i mean at least that's the vibe that's coming out through the media and we could be wrong on that but there's just something wrong there the broncos are terrible uh my man lamont thomas said something i didn't realize but they're the only winless team in the afc uh and so right now the broncos have to figure something out but guess who they play this week they play the bears so unless these two tie, which <laughs> which would not surprise me, uh, one of these teams are going to get their first win of the year. Uh, Broncos at 31. 30, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Carolina showed some heart against Seattle in their game, losing 37 to 27, but they showed a lot of heart in that contest. Uh, Andy Dalton came in and threw for 361 yards and two touchdowns. Adam Thielen had a great game. He had 11 receptions for 145 yards and a TD. I mean, look, I'm not saying let Andy Dalton start the rest of the year. Uh, and because, you know, we're still we'll see how Bryce Young is going and he needs to continue to grow and get his development on. But if you're the if you're the Panthers, you got to feel good about your back or quarterback situation because Dalton came in and looked good. I bet you the Jets would uh, scream right now. If they gave Andy Dalton as their starting quarterback. If I'm the Jets, I would even think about making that move. But, hey, I digress. Panthers are at 30, but a very. They're very good 30. I, th- I think if that makes any sense. They played hard last week, just couldn't pull it off. At 29, the Minnesota Vikings. Now, this, this team probably the most disappointing of the 0-3 teams. The Vikings have played some tough matchups, though. I mean, if, you know, they had the Bucks who are, were 2-0 uh, up until this week, uh, and they lost a tough one there. Then they played the defending NFC champions. Tough loss there. They battled, and they lost by six. Uh, and then they lose a a four point matchup to the Chargers, so they're not playing slouches; they're just losing, and it just it's just not turning around. Now, y'all know how I feel about Minnesota. I'm gonna leave that out of it. Uh, but Kirk Cousins is having one heck of a year. I mean, if you wouldn't know about the record, but Kurt's leading the league in passing yards; he's leading the league in in touchdown passes. Uh, the nine touchdown passes, only two picks. I think he's got oh he's got over a thousand yards passing already. Kurt's having a really good year. The team's just not as a whole. So 
we'll see what happens there. But Minnesota's at 29. So at 28, we got the New York Giants. Now the Giants went into their uh, contest against the 49ers. Nobody was expecting them to win this game. Actually, it was one of our games here on the network where everybody selected the 49ers to win, and they were rightfully so. And the score ended up being uh, 31 to, uh, excuse me, was scoring to be in 30 to 12. I had it being 31 to 16. So I was kind of close on my prediction, but not quite. But the Giants continue to struggle there. To me, they're not a good football team. And like I said uh, at the beginning of the season when we were doing Legacy on Fire, I feel like the Giants are going to take a massive step back this season. We got the Giants at 28. At 27, we got the New York Jets, the other New York team, technically Jersey, uh, here sitting at 27. They had a pretty rough day against the New England Patriots, who got their first victory, and you see them being at 24, got their first victory of the season, but the Jets have lost two straight, and things are just not looking good without Aaron Rodgers. There's not too much to really say here, other than the Jets will continue to slide, I think, in my opinion, on this uh, on um, on this ranking, and so I don't know what they do from here. Um, they signed Trevor uh, Simeon, but that's just not going to be enough. They've got to find a way to get some stability at the quarterback position if they want to make that next move. We got the Jets at 26, excuse me, at 27. At 26, we have the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Titans are a team for me that there's just something there and I can't quite figure out, but I'm not a fan of the team. And there's a reason why I had them at 26 uh, at the beginning of the season in week one. And they won a game against the Chargers last week and gave um, some false hope uh, back there in week in week three. Excuse me, back in week two. So they gave some false hope there. But for me, I, I'm not a big fan of Tennessee. I love Derrick Henry. He's one of my favorite players to watch. But I'm just not a fan of Tennessee, and I think they're going to continue to slide at some point in these power rankings. I got the Titans at 26. Next, we'll talk about the Vegas Raiders. So Vegas has been, you know, one of those teams uh, that's been interesting so far this season. Uh, Despite Devontae Adams going off 13 receptions, 172 yards, and two TDs, it just wasn't enough. Garoppolo had 324 yards and two touchdowns, but he had three picks. And so this Raiders team is, to me, one of those teams that are going to like be competitive at times, but they're going to struggle throughout the year. I don't think they're going to be as good as some people may have thought they could have been. It's, it's I think it's going to be a disaster. I don't think we see Josh McDaniel there in Vegas after this season. At 24, we talked about him a little bit earlier, the New England Patriots. They get their first win uh, as they defeated the New York Jets uh, 15 to 10 to get their first win of the year. Zeke Elliott. 16 carries, 80 yards, not a bad day for Zeke. They've got to find a way to get him going and keep him going. Uh, And I think if they can figure that out, then I think it's going to be something. uh, I think it's going to be something special there if they can get that going a little bit. The the Patriots are going to be competitive all year. They have been competitive in every single game that they've been in so far. And they're going to be a team that you don't want to see on a weekly, weekly basis because you never know what you're going to get out of them. Uh, and not in a bad way because you don't know if it's going to be a, a grind out a game or do they just come in and then they get a win over you. So watch out for the Patriots. They're at 24 for now. At 23, and I'm proud of this 23. At 23, the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are, uh, they've been impressive the first three weeks. You know, I mean, the first game against the Commanders, they 
lose 20 to 16, but they had to lead 16 to 10. They were they were winning that game, uh, gave up a touchdown on a field goal late to lose that one. Then they were up 28 to 7 over the Giants. And they end up losing that one 31 to 28. A tough loss for Arizona. Then they then they take on the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody in their third cousin say there's no way the Arizona Cardinals will win this game. The Arizona Cardinals were at home and they did their thing and they defeated the Dallas Cowboys 28 to 16. And you know, Dak Prescott's pick at the end, he's getting blamed for, you know, the uh, you know, the Cowboys loss. But here's the deal: Arizona's just been playing really good football. I love what I've seen from Josh Dobbs. He deserves every bit of his flowers. Josh Dobbs has been absolutely amazing. So much love to Josh Dobbs. At 22, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jacksonville, I don't know what happened, but they got mollywopped this week against the Houston Texans, who you see at 21. So kudos to the Houston Texans. They deserve to be exactly where they are uh, because they worked really hard. They they could have they, 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 they fought hard with the Ravens. In game one, uh, they battled back a little bit against the Colts last week or week before last. And, you know, they played pretty good football. So D'Amico Ryan should be very happy or at least proud of the team that he has right now. Jacksonville, uh, Doug Peterson and the boys are going to have to figure something out real quick. Uh, If not, I don't know, this this Jacksonville team that everybody thought could win the AFC South may not win the AFC South. Uh, So with that being said, that is the bottom Bears, Broncos, Panthers, Vikings, Giants, Jets, Titans, Raiders, Patriots, Cardinals, Jaguars and the Texans. So the bottom right now looking, you know, intriguing. I I think that uh, one or two of those teams could creep into the outside looking in next week. But speaking of that, let's go ahead and get to the outside looking in. looking in this week so on the outside looking in this week uh it it gets a little bit more intriguing because some of those teams that were in the top 10 uh last week not in the top 10 no more and those teams include (laughs) the falcons the saints the bucks and the ravens so four teams that were in the top 10 last week fell out this week uh and some of them, maybe maybe some of them not as warranted, but I felt like the teams that are in there, they're in the top 10 this week, definitely deserve to be in there, but I digress. At number 20, we got the, the Rams. The Rams, tough game on Monday night against the Bengals, and it just didn't happen, 19 to 16. To me, they just couldn't get certain aspects of the game going. Joe Burrow comes out there, who the uh, Bengals are at 19. Joe Burrow comes out there. And, you know, playing pretty much on one leg. He's got the calf injury, uh, but they fought hard. And Jamar Chase had 12 receptions for 141 yards. Mixon carried the day a little bit with 19 carries, 65 yards in a TD. But the biggest thing is the Bengals get their first win of the year. Now, they messed me up because I definitely picked the Rams to win this one. I thought the Rams have been playing at least decent enough football to sneak this one. If Burrow hadn't played, I know for sure they probably would have won. But uh, the, he did play, and so the Bengals are at 19. And we've got the Rams at 20. At 18, we've got the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers get their first win. I made a mistake last week, so I want to apologize. I I don't know how I mixed it up, but the Chargers should have been in the bottom last week. Uh, they should have been in the bottom last week, and I missed it up running around like a track star. I should have known better. But my apologies on that. They definitely should have been in the bottom last week. My man Corlin pointed that out, and he was 100% correct. They should have been in the bottom last week. But 
they made up for it. They won. So now they officially should be in the outside looking in uh, at number 18. And, uh, you know, a, a nice win over the, the Vikings. They made me look bad because I definitely picked the Vikings to win that one with them being at home. Because as my man Lamont Thomas would say, the Chargers will charge. And this week they figured it out and they charged in the right direction. So Chargers are at 18. At 17, the Commanders, uh, a loss to Buffalo. And not just any type of loss. They got they got destroyed. And then being there on the field and watching Josh Allen work was a piece of, of art, if I had to be real honest with you. You know, they they just look good. It was, it was like almost like stress-free uh, to an extent, watching – uh, the Bills go up and down the field. The defense forced uh, nine sacks on the Sam Howell and four interceptions. Uh, and they left Sam in there the whole time, but it was a hard thing to watch. And it was definitely a, a, a lesson learned for Sam. But I, I think that it, it was a really hard goal for Washington. Now, they, this week they got the Eagles, so they're going to have to find a way to bounce back. Uh, if not, they'll be looking at two and two as they take on Chicago on Thursday night uh, next week, which – you know, I will be at so um <laughs> so we're gonna make this work next week, but we'll get into that in a little while. Then uh we got the number sixteen team, the New Orleans Saints. Now New Orleans lost to the Packers. Uh and I and I happy I am, but watching that game, New Orleans was dominating. Uh, to an extent. I mean, it wasn't like dominating, like maybe the score wise, but I felt like they were running all aspects of the game uh, for a certain extent. But then even with all that being said, you see, uh, uh, you know, James Winston come in for an injured Derek Carr uh, and they just couldn't get, they just couldn't get the mojo after that. But the Packers fought hard and they scored 18 unanswered points in the fourth to win the game. So Jordan Love, even with his little crossover uh, move that he made to get into the end zone, uh, a hard-fought victory for the Packers as they move to 2-1. and one. They're number 15 on the countdown. Saints are number 16. Uh, but a great, great effort by Jordan Love. And like I said, if you want a little bit more deep into that, you can check out Green and go over everything uh, from, from yesterday. Uh, and number 14, uh, the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons lost to the Lions 20-6. Uh, to six, And it just seems like they, they really couldn't get anything going. Uh, but I think the Lions didn't go full throttle, but they had a really good game. Uh, Jared Goff had 243 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Um, Gibbs uh, had 17 carries for 80 yards. Amaron St. Brown had nine receptions for 102 yards. So, uh, you know, it wasn't the greatest game, but I think the Lions did what they needed to do uh, to get their dub. And as you can see, they're in the top 10 this week, but the Falcons are at 14. At 13, the Tampa Bay Bucks losing their game on Monday night to the Philadelphia Eagles, 25 to 11. Uh, another team that, you know, played well in the first two weeks, but just couldn't get anything going against the defending NFC champions. So the Bucks right now at 13, but I think they, they, they have just a good chance they could bounce back this week, but we'll see. At 12, we've got the Baltimore Ravens losing to the number 11 team, the Colts. Uh, and in overtime, 22 to 19. And I felt like, I don't know. It just, it just was a weird, uh, weird day. Uh, if you get, if you, if you follow our pick them league on the legacy maker sports network, we had five clean sweeps and that a clean sweep is for, uh, every expert picked that team to win. Okay. Every expert picked that team to win. And, <laughs> and so out of the five that we had like that, three of the teams lost, uh, the Cowboys, the uh, Ravens and the Jaguars. So it was, it was interesting, but this, that's the Ravens. I think that they're a team that they're going to lose a couple games throughout that you'd be like, mm, maybe you shouldn't lose that one. 
But uh got to give the Colts uh, credit. And Zach Moss, what a great day. Thank you for the help that you did on my fantasy. 30 carries, 122 yards. Great day for him. Minshew did good. Uh, 227 yards and a touchdown. Michael Pittman with nine receptions and um, 77 yards. But, uh, hey, the Colts did what they had to do. They got the win. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the outside looking in. Rams, Bengals, Chargers, Commanders, Saints, Packers, Falcons, Bucks. Ravens and Colts. That is your outside looking in. All right. So outside looking in, uh, like I said, four of those teams were in the top 10 last week. They took a step back this week. So now it's time to see who made it to the top 10. Let's get it. All right. So your top 10 teams, power ranking wise, heading into week four of the NFL season. At number 10, the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I really thought about putting them on the outside looking in. Uh, and, you know, they lost to Arizona. A lot of people say they should probably, you know, probably think, oh, they need to be up there. But Arizona has played well over the first three weeks. And, and yes, they were against teams that maybe, you know, maybe not so high per se in some people's eyes. But I, I will still give Dallas a little bit of the edge on there because of that defense. Uh, but they've got to figure some things out. And they need to figure them out quick. And that was that was a tough one. That was, should have been a Dallas Cowboys win on um, at least on paper. It should have been a win on Sunday. But no, a tough and gritty Arizona team got the win. Dallas is at ten. At number nine, the Detroit Lions. We talked about how well they played against uh, the Falcons. You know, did some really good things. They got a tough matchup tonight against the Green Bay Packers, a division rivalry. But uh, the last three games that the uh, Lions have taken on the Packers. Uh, they've won. So they got a three-game winning streak over the Packers right now. Let's see if they will uh, be able to keep that going tonight. The Lions are at nine. At number eight, we got the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks uh, played really well against the Lions. They beat the Lions last week, and then they get a nice win over the Panthers this week. Their uh, loss came to the Rams in week one. I, I think the Seahawks could be three. At least I thought the Seahawks would be 3-0, and potentially by this point, but uh, they're in a good spot. They're at number eight. Uh, Geno Smith doesn't, you know, he's been able to do it for a, a another year, so he looks good so far. Uh, I like the Seahawks team, and we'll see what they do this week. I believe they are on Monday night this week, and I think they take on the Giants, and don't, don't beat me up if I'm getting that wrong, but uh, they, they should be uh, fun to watch as we continue to go along. Number seven, the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland uh, getting their win in week one against the Bengals. Very solid win. Then they beat up on a, a, a Titans team that was coming off a nice win over the Chargers last week. The Browns could be 3-0, and uh, but they couldn't pull things out against the number six team last week, or week before last, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So, you know, Pittsburgh with a nice uh, win on Sunday night against the Raiders. The Browns with a nice win against the Titans, had them sitting at seven and six in the power rankings. At number five, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs were all the way down uh, week one. They were number one. They dropped all the way to number 20 uh, in week two and week three. They were sitting uh, right there on the cusp of getting back into the top 10. This week, they're back in the top 10 at number five, uh, and they demolished the Bears 41 to 10. And I think it was 41 to nothing at one point. And they were just cruising right along. Now, Mahomes did get a little nicked up in that one, but he seems to be okay. The Chiefs are at number five. At number four, the Buffalo Bills. 
uh, Buffalo destroyed Washington, and I had I had a front row seat to it. It was a really rough experience for the Washington Commanders. Rough day for Sam Howell. Great day for Buffalo. Josh Allen seems to be getting his groove going. I even got to see him do the little uh, finger roll in the end zone after a touchdown. So Buffalo is at number four. At number three, the Philadelphia Eagles, one of three undefeated teams left in the NFL. And it's funny, these three teams uh, a couple years ago in the Trey Lance situation around, all of them were like switching draft picks and all that stuff around that time frame. But the Eagles, with a win over the Bucks, moved them to 3-0. and I still have them in the top three, well-deserved, but uh, they're still trying to iron some things out in Philadelphia. And when are they going to get A.J. Brown going? Like, when is that going to happen? It, I mean – Yes, he had a a pretty decent day on Monday, but I feel like they still they still can do more. AJ Brown is a special athlete. Nine receptions for 131 yards, though not too shabby. But they got to find ways to continue to get him rolling. DeAndre Swift with 16 carries and 130 yards, a great day for him. Hertz had a touchdown and two picks, but 277 yards. But the one most the most important thing is they got a dub. They got the Commanders coming into town this week, so I'll be heading to Philly for that one. At number two. The San Francisco 49ers. Yes, you see the Dolphins are the new number one, but when you drop 70 points in a football game and destroy a team, no matter how bad or how good you think the team is, they deserve to be number one. Uh, so that's why the Dolphins are number one this week over the 49ers. Now, the 49ers really didn't do anything technically to lose the number one spot, in my opinion. I think they still may be the better team if these two teams were to face each other. I still think that 49ers defense would definitely cause a lot of problems. But here's the thing. That Dolphins offense is spectacular. Uh, and they they looked absolutely amazing. Tua, uh, four touchdowns, 309 yards. Uh, acne, I might probably say a Kanakne. I might be, I'm not even going to try to destroy my man's name. But the young rookie running back from Miami had 18 carries and 203 yards and two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill had nine receptions for 157 yards and a TD. Watch out for the Miami Dolphins. There it is. Top 10, Cowboys, Lions, Seahawks, Browns, Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, 49ers, and your number one team this week, the Miami Dolphins. All right, so the, with the finale, three has been messing with me this lately. Usually I could talk right away, but they've been muting me for like three seconds. Then they go into it, but I digress. <laughs> so let's go ahead and go into the finale. First, our players of the week from last week, from week three. First, Justin Herbert, 40 for 47, uh, 405 yards passing, three touchdowns, and a 28 to 24 victory over Minnesota. That's why they paid him all the big bucks in the offseason. They got their quarterback in the future. They're feeling really good about that. Uh, but what a nice first win of the season for the Chargers. But what a day for Justin Herbert. Then, uh, defensive player, and I got, like I said, I was at this game. So, defensive player, Terrell Bernard. Uh, Bernard had himself a really good game. Uh, he was all over the field for Buffalo. He had seven tackles, two sacks, and an interception against Washington in a 37-3 win. And I, I had to give it to him. I, I was going to – I thought about T.J. Watt, but the more I thought about it, Bernard just had a really good day uh, in helping this uh, Buffalo team get their second win of the year. Next, we go to our top five MVP candidates after three weeks. Still at the top, Tua at number two, McCaffrey, not changing there. Hill at three. So those are my top three, regardless right now. Two Dolphins in there fighting for the spot. At number four, TJ Watt entered the picture. I think he had a really good game the other day. Uh, he's had a really good season so far uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
So he's rocking and rolling. We got Watt at number four, at number five. And yes, they are 0-3, but his numbers are great right now, and that's Kirk Cousins. So 1,000 yards passing. He, I think it's just him and Tua. He's got the most in that category. He's got nine touchdowns and two picks. He's not playing bad football. They're just not winning football games. I know that may not make sense, but they're just not winning football games. The defense is just not showing up. So uh, I got Tua, McCaffrey, Hill, Watt, and Cousins, but right now Tua being the MVP. Now, my record from last week, 29 – my overall record is 29 and 19. Uh, Went 10 and 6 the week before. Went 8 and 8 last week. Rough week. Uh, There were some wins I just knew I was going to get that I just didn't get. So that that made me a little bit upset. I, I was a little bit upset about that. <laughs> but uh, 29 to nine, uh, 19, I'm currently in third place in my division in the Legacy Maker NFL Pick'em League. Uh, but I'm not out of it. I'm about three games back from the overall leader. So I, I got to have a big week this week. I feel really good about it, though. Uh, I, now, the first game that I picked for that one, which happens tonight, Thursday night football. I got the Packers winning 21 to 20 over the Lions. Uh, I think, you know, they're at home. Jordan Love had a really good, really good uh, first home game. There were some times he missed. It was a little bit rough to watch, but I like the Packers pulling this one off and taking the division lead. Now, will this happen in Detroit? I don't know. And it's still a long season, but I think the Packers are on a good start. I have them winning this one 21 to 20 over the Lions. And then here are my picks for the rest of week four. I got Packers, Eagles, Jaguars, Bills. That's right. The Bills over the Bills over the Dolphins. I think that's going to be a little bit of a closer matchup. Uh, those offenses get offense, and we can see 60 and 50-point game. be crazy. Uh, the Broncos get their first win of the season over the Bears. And I got the Browns, the Texans, the Vikings, Rams, Bucks, Bengals, Chargers, Cowboys, 49ers, Chiefs, and Seahawks. Those are my winners for week four. All right, so that that is it, everybody. That is it for one-on-one this week, episode 108. Uh, Truly appreciate everybody tuning in for episode 108. Uh, I'd like to thank all the Bowie TV listeners for tuning in. Hope that you enjoyed the power rankings this week as we get ourselves ready for – Episode 109 next week. Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be on location, but there's a <laughs> there's a chance that it might be on location next week since the Bears and uh, since the Bears and the, the, the commanders take on each other. But I'll figure that out um, beforehand. I might I might even have to record before I leave, but hate to have to do that. But that that may be the case. Uh, even with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you all for tuning in for another episode of one on one. We will see you all next week for episode 109 and week five of the NFL power rankings here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Once again, y'all make sure y'all check out all the great shows on here uh, on Bowie Television as well as the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Until next time, thank you all for tuning in. Legacy Maker, the all sports network. One, 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 one. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. One on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them.